Greetings in the name of the Lord. Welcome to the Kingdom Shift Podcast. Uh, This morning it's uh, November, what, the 5th or 6th? No, it's the uh, November the 6th, uh, three or four days after the election. And uh, what a world we're living in now. Really want to challenge everyone today. Uh, I was going to sing a song I wrote a while back called Lion of Judah because it's really uh, in my spirit, but one of my strings broke on my guitar, so I won't be able to do that. But I might uh, just share some of the words to the song. Many of you know it. If you've ever been to the river or or in meetings we've held, we sing this song a lot. But uh, there's there's something that's really been happening about to about a year ago I came out with a book called Kingdom Shift. Some of you have it, but uh there's a real shift in the body of Christ from being church oriented to kingdom oriented and uh, in that book I deal with a lot of things that we can practically do to be more kingdom oriented. One of the messes we're in in the world today and to hear this with with an open heart is we really have been confused about the practicality of the gospel of the kingdom. And there's a real shift, I'd say, in the last couple of years. There was a word given for the Jewish near, which was 5780. I think we're in 5781. And I think last year was the year of the mouth. And this year, people that kind of decreed that again, but uh, there was an addition to it, and that is the year of the sword. And I think there's some real accuracy to that, because what's happening, I just put a post on Facebook last night about the lions roaring. And, you know, in our walks with the Lord, the church has really been what I call in this asleep mode. We've we've kind of been able to uh, just kind of exist and uh, go to church and praise the Lord and live our lives and uh, pursue the great American dream and uh, really not be challenged much because we've been in what I call hibernation. And the Lord is really stirring up the nest in the this morning as I was reading in Lamentations chapter 3, and there's three or four pictures in this book per chapter. There's there's the, uh, you know, one is the daughter of Zion. I think in chapter 1 is the uh, solitary city. And chapter 3 is the man afflicted. And I, I just want to talk about that a little bit. Let me just read a little bit as we get started today. And I really want you to listen to this. I am the man that has seen affliction by the rod of his wrath. He hath led me and brought me into darkness, but not into light. Surely against me is turned. He turned his hand against me all day. My flesh and my skin hath he made old. He hath broken my bones. He hath builded against me and comforted me with gall and travail. He hath set me in dark places as they that be dead of old. He hath hedged me about, and I cannot get out. And he hath made my chain heavy. Alas, when I cry and shout, he shutteth out my prayer. You can go on and on. It's all the agony and the misery of this afflicted man. But but one of the good things 
in this verse is one of the most awesome verses in all the Bible, and even the midst of that. And it goes like this. This I recall to mind, therefore have I hope. It is the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, because his compassions fail not, for they are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. And then he shifts to focusing on all his woes and the darkness around him, and he's got a hedge about him, doesn't seem to be getting through. And then he says, The Lord is my portion, saith my soul, therefore will I hope in him. The Lord is good unto them that wait for him, to the soul that seeketh him. It is good that a man should both hope and quietly wait for the salvation of the Lord. It is good for man that he hear the yoke in his youth, that he bear the yoke. And I hope you can get the drift, is it? There's a lot of darkness in the earth right now. If you can't see the uh, evil agenda, even this election, you know, there's half of the country, more than half, are voting for an evil agenda because they don't like Trump. They don't like his arrogance. They don't like the way he operates. It's an evil agenda, okay? You can, you can, you don't have to have much knowledge to understand an evil agenda. But our hope is not in the political system, but as we see things in the natural, as we see what's happening around us and darkness is, is just invading us, it's almost like, man, Lord, where's the hedge around us? You know, uh, the enemy's taken over our schools. The enemy's taken over a political arena. And what has happened is the Lord is waking up the sleeping bride. We're we're moving from being, I heard just to teach a little bit ago, I'm moving from the Lamb of God to the Lion of the tribe of Judah. And there's a real clash of the kingdoms happening now. And listen to me, okay? We cannot be Christians as usual anymore. We can't do it. We have to start being on guard. We have to start penetrating darkness. We have to stand up and fight spiritually, not against flesh and blood, but we need to be relentless in not only speaking out, but in clashing with the kingdoms and saying, enough, this is enough. We're going to stop this. And what's happened is, we have let the devil take every fabric of society and we haven't opposed him at all. We've had this mentality of get me out of this mess, you know, Jesus is coming and it's going to get worse and worse and worse. And yes, that's, there's some truth to that. Yes, it is getting worse. But this is the time to run into darkness, not run away from it. This is the time to no longer hibernate, but to penetrate This is the time to raise up and let the voice of God, what we say, and the sword of God, bringing the word of God in every fabric of society, and even in our families. We have let our family members intimidate us because we want everything to be peaceful. And Jesus said he's come to bring a sword. And we're in that year of the sword. And This whole election thing, you know, there's obviously been some fraud, but even if Trump doesn't win, I think he still could win. But even if he didn't win, we need to start having some backbone as a church. 
you know, this, this man that was afflicted, and there's darkness all around us. And we need to start letting the light shine. And light is only good when it's in a dark place. You know, you don't turn the light on him. And everybody's talking about all these meetings we're having, the glory of God's coming down. But the glory of God is to be revealed in the world, not just in our church service. I love the goosebumps. I love being able to be in the presence of the Lord. And I was just listening to this Daniel chapter 10 teaching. When uh, Daniel was interceding for the nation, we need to be doing that. And not just for this election, because I'm telling evil is getting ready to be propagated even more in this country. And we're going to have to stand against it. I'm not going to let the devil take my grandchildren and children. We need to let this, this, this onslaught of evil that says evil is righteous is wrong. And we need to start living right and then speaking right and then getting involved. We can't isolate. We need to engage the culture. And I want to challenge you today. you got a real choice. Are you going to be a little kid that's afraid to engage? Or are you going to get in the fight? Are you going to get off the playground and go into church and sing in Kumbaya? Are you going to rise up in the power of the Lord and start to invade darkness with a glorious light? The Lord is raising up an army, an exceeding great army. But in the army, when you have training, someone's been in training for 30 years, but you've never, ever been deployed. You're never active in duty. It is time, church, for us to rise up in the power of his might. We're in a fight for the very fabric of civilization, and America is still key because America was raised up to be a beacon for the world. Yes, America has problems, but I am telling you, we've sent more missionaries around the world than anyone, and I think God's going to raise that up even more. But we need to be missionaries in our own backyards. You've got all this evil that's invading and we're standing around. We're not even fighting. You need to get in the battle today. And I just pray the Lord will. And uh, this whole thing that's happening in the elections is, 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 as it is in the natural, so it is spiritually. We need to stand up and fight. We need our next river service. I'm telling you, we're going to have some time of declaration and war. Because we're going to make a commitment that we're going to be part of the army. And I, I know God's dealing with me. The river has to do more. We can't be a little small gathering. We have to go and go and go and fight and fight and fight. Because I don't want sin to be exalted in this country. I want righteousness to be exalted. Sin is a reproach unto any people. And you need to stand up and fight. There's going to be an opportunity for the Supreme Court to overturn Roe versus Wade. And if these judges don't have backbone, they won't stand under the onslaught. But it's a chance for us to literally save millions of babies. We need to be praying. We need to be decreeing. We not only need to be praying and decreeing, but we need to pray the will of God. And let me close with a famous scripture we all know, and it goes like this. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of the Lord. See, when God decrees something for a nation, he speaks it. Faith comes by hearing, okay? But there's one small problem. 
when faith comes, and that is when you hear something, you have to obey it. If God has spoken that certain things are going to happen, but if we don't come in agreement with that and execute the plan, then that word that God has destined for a nation or an individual will not come to pass. It was not a false word because it came from the mouth of God. But we have personal responsibility to bring into action the word of God. And it starts with us beginning to obey the Lord. So I pray today that we would obey the Lord. I know one of my calls, an apostolic call, is Romans chapter 1, verse 5, and that is to bring the nations to the obedience of faith. We need to hear the voice of the Lord. He's speaking, and then we need to execute what he says in the way he tells us to individually with the people around us, in our families, our friends, our influence, and everywhere we tread. We need to represent the kingdom of heaven and say, darkness, move back in Jesus' name. So I pray today, are you going to be part of the army or are you going to wussy out? Are you going to let your light shine under a bushel or are you going to let your light shine for everybody to say, and it might cost you something, you might have to suffer. But it's time that we stand up for the gospel. You know, I know, uh, you know, years ago when the crusades were happening, people would come into town and they would bring the cross and, and, uh, people said that was a disgrace to the kingdom of God because they would come in and murder people. But, but we do need to lift high the cross and that cross is where we died or selfish ambition and trying to build our own houses. We begin to build the house of God. So I want to encourage you today to get in the fight to stand up, to start to be an army that's actually invading darkness. It is time for us to go on the attack. We are no longer going to let the enemy overrun us. We're going to overrun him. I was in uh, Times Square a few years ago with my daughter. I helped her move to New York City and I got to go to uh, Dave Wilkerson's church and uh, he preached a message and I'll never forget it. And he said, uh, how many are being intimidated by the enemy? And you know, everybody raises their hands. And then he read a scripture about, I think it was in Matthew's gospel about that we need to torment the enemy. And that's the mindset we need now is we're in a war. And we're going to win the war because we have the King of Kings and Lord of the, the Lion of Judah is rising up in all the earth. And we're going to say no to the enemy. We're not going to be mild-mannered Christians. We're going to invade the darkness with this glorious light. We're not going to be big mouth bigots. We're going to be filled with the love and the power of God. But we're going to not stand for evil. Because we have the fear of the Lord, which is to hate evil. And we start with hating any evil in our own hearts. Anything that's not right from God, we repent of it. We turn to the Lord and thank you, Lord. We are victorious through our Lord Jesus Christ. God bless you.